Hi, this is Chris, and welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Today I'm in the office of the great inventor, Dr. Schnitzelbonker, for the grand opening of Odyssey's first computer friendship service. Are you ready, Doc? Well, I will be just as soon as you press that button over there. Uh, this one? Bingo! I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. And this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Oh, whoa, 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 hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. Dr. Schnitzelbonker, what exactly is the Odyssey Computer Friendship Service? Well, what we do is we ask you a bunch of questions, uh -huh. feed the answers into the computer, and then the computer matches you up with someone who will be a perfect friend for you forever. Oh. Ten dollars, please. Uh, well, I don't think I need any friends. Well, of Not course at that you price. need friends. Everybody needs friends. But I have plenty. Nonsense. If you had plenty of friends, you wouldn't be standing here talking to me now, would you, huh? No. Uh, first question. What color shoe do you wear? Uh, what berries? Blue. And what's your favorite food? A pizza. Wood. Most interesting fish? Most interesting fish? I asked you first. Goldfish. Wood. How long does it take you to brush your teeth? Brush my teeth? Mm -hmm. But what does that have to do with anything? Five minutes from the looks of them. Oh. Have you ever rotated your tires? What kind of question is that? Please. I'm a scientist. Uh, no. Perfect. Thank you. Now I'll take those answers and feed them into the computer. Wait, uh, that's it? Those are the questions? Yes. The answers to those questions tell the computer all it needs to know about you. Based on that, it will come up with the perfect friend. <sighs> This is kind of silly. Well, you'll thank me in the end. All right. I'll just program the computer and, uh, see? There we go. And we'll have our answer in approximately 17 minutes. Give it take a minute or two. So if you want to step out for a snack or maybe get a soda, play a radio adventure, you know. Well, if it's all right with you, we could start today's adventure in Odyssey. Well, don't mind if we do. In that case, we'll begin right after this. Right after what? Doctor. My dog has fleas. Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings! Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey! My dog has fleas. So take it from me, Carlo Doyle, private eye, Eugene sings! For more information, call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY or visit witsend.org. Choosing our friends is one of the most important choices we'll ever make, because our friends often affect how we act and how we think, which is something both Connie Kendall and Donna Barkley are going to learn about today. I finished my chores, Mom. I'll be back in a little while. Hold on, Donna. Where are you going? I'm meeting Rachel at the mall. We're going to look around for a while. Rachel Woodward? Yeah. Well, I thought you two weren't running around together anymore. Well, we do things sometimes. You know how I feel about her, Donna. I know, Mom. 
You think she's rude and a troublemaker, but she's my friend. She's not a good influence. You know, I worry about you when you're with her. Why? All we do is walk around the mall and window shop. I'm sure you do, but well, there's something about her that bothers me. You know, from what I understand, she spends more time in the principal's office than she does in her classes. That's not true, Mom. And like you've told me a hundred times, you can't believe everything you hear. I don't see why you still do things with her. I mean, you have better friends in the church group, don't you? Why do you have to go out with Rachel? Because she's my friend. She's been my friend for a long time. Yes, but you've changed a lot over the past few months. But she's still my friend. Well, I'm not sure I like it, but go ahead. Just be home by five. Okay. See you later. Oh, hi, Dad. Bye, Dad. Bye, Donna. <laughs> What was that all about? Rachel Woodward. She's the one I told you about. Oh yeah. Well, why did you let Donna go? Because it seems so harsh forbidding her from seeing one of her friends, especially since I don't have anything more than an uneasy feeling. Women's intuition, huh? I don't know. It's something. And I keep hoping that the more Donna gets involved in church, the less she'll want to see Rachel. Or bring Rachel to church with her. Well, yes, for that. <laughs> well, Donna's in an age where she has to choose what kind of friend she's going to have. I think we've raised her to choose correctly. <sighs> I hope so. Well, hi, Connie. What are you doing here? <laughs> well, Eugene's watching the shop, and I'm on my way to a Bible study. Thought I'd stop by to see how you're feeling. Oh, that's very nice of you. Come on in. This is so weird. You being sick and all. Well, why? Seems like everybody's had this flu lately. Yeah, but it's not just everybody. <laughs> you're John Avery Whitaker. Rumor has it that he never gets sick. Oh, you know better than to listen to rumors. <laughs> Well, I think I'm starting to feel better, though. Well, don't hurry yourself. Take lots of medicine and don't forget the chicken soup. <laughs> chicken? <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Kendall. <laughs> I've already had so much chicken soup, I might start sprouting feathers. <laughs> uh, did you say you're going to a Bible study? Yeah. A friend of mine from school asked me to go. Since I've been teaching one, I thought it'd be nice to just sit in on one again. Is it at the church? Uh-uh. It's one of those independent groups. You know, just a bunch of school kids. I said I'd go just to try it. Oh, you don't know any more about it than that? I mean, who's teaching it? No. Their background? No, well, no, not really. Is it huh. such a big deal? It can be if they're teaching the wrong things. It's a Bible study, Wit. How can they teach the wrong things? Just because it's a Bible study doesn't mean they'll teach the right things about the Bible any more than a building with a label "church" on it means it's a good church. They're not all the same. Yeah, but this one will be harmless, Wit. I promise to give you a full report after I go. All right, Connie, but be careful. You can't be too cautious about who teaches you the Bible. So, your mom doesn't like you hanging around me. Oh, you know how it is. She hears things about you and thinks you're part of a motorcycle gang or something like that. Yeah, I know. Typical parent kind of garbage. I don't think it's garbage. You know what I mean. All parents ever want to do is boss you around, especially the ones who go to church a lot. My parents used to go to church and kept dragging me along. Then we had a big fight about it, and they stopped making me. <laughs> Now they don't even go. Do your mom and dad make you go to church? No, they don't make me go. I go because I want to. You do? You mean you like going to church? Yeah. Do you want to come with me sometime? Maybe you'll like our church. You've got to be joking. I'm serious. 
We could pick you up and take you. Not me, Donna. That stuff puts me to sleep. Besides, I like to stay in bed on Sundays. Oh, look! They're having a sale on the earrings. <gasps> look at them. You have your ears pierced? Mom won't let me until I'm older. I wish I had some money. Do you? Uh-uh. I don't get my allowance till next week. Too bad. I want to go look at some of the new blouses. Come on. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll be there in a minute. Donna? Yeah. No offense about church, okay? It's all right if you like that kind of thing. I don't. Yeah. Figure that out. All right, all right. We've had enough of the potato chips and cokes now. Let's let's get into some of the meat of the word, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, first, let me make sure you've met our visitor here, Connie Kendall. Hi. Hi. Maggie invited her, and that should be an inspiration to all of you to bring your friends along. That's why this Bible study was started, right? Right. Okay, let's begin our study of the teachings of Jesus. Now, who remembers what we discussed last week? I do. You showed how the disciples got confused about who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, how did they get confused? They thought that Jesus was the same person as God when he really wasn't. Exactly. And this is important for mm -hmm. us to understand if we're going to study the teachings of Jesus. Now, see, yeah. Jesus never pretended to be the same person as God. He was trying to say that God is in all of us. Excuse me. Y yes, Connie. Is that what you all really believe? Well, yeah, of course. Here, let me read you a chapter from the book, Everybody Can Have God, by Dr. Victor Rutledge. Wouldn't it be better to show us from the Bible? Well, the Bible can mean anything you want it to mean, Connie. Now, l listen to what Rutledge says about Jesus. Now, I'll start here at page 14. The myth that Jesus was the only begotten son of God. I love going to the mall. Not much fun. We don't have any money. You didn't have a good time? Yeah, it was okay. I thought we'd meet up with some of the gang from school. Guess they're all hanging out at the bowling alley. You want to go over and see what they're doing? Nah, I better not. Mom said to be home by five. And you'll be there? Sure. What a darling daughter you are. My mom says to be home by eight, but I get there whenever I want to. Really? But what's there to do after eight o'clock? Do you go to the movies or something? Are you kidding? We hang out at the bowling alley. Sometimes go out back if the owner throws us out. Wow. It's fun. You gotta do it sometime with us. I... I don't know... Uh, excuse if... me, girls? Yes, sir. What do you want? Uh, I'm Carter Braxton with Mall Security. Mall Security? Yeah. So? Well, I've been watching you two a lot longer than you probably wish. I'd like to see the contents of your purses, please. Well, here. Wait a sec. Don't you guys need a search warrant or something? Uh, you've been watching too much TV. Thank you. And what's your name? I'm Donna. Donna Barkley. Don't tell him your name. Come on, Rachel. You should do what he says. It'll make it a lot easier for you, Rachel. May I see your purse, please? Yeah, here. I'll bet you do great work for the Russian police. I'm just doing my job. You carry a lot of jewelry for a little girl. Do you need all these earrings? Rachel! Yeah, they look familiar. You two girls had better come with me. Let go! Hey, come back here! Run, Donna, run! Rachel! Is Donna going to be in trouble with the detective? We'll find out when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this.
If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. If you think history is slow, boring, and just not for you, then you've never seen drive through history with Dave Stutz. When lots were cast for pole position, the chariots would line up, the white cloth would drop, and then anything goes for seven circuits of the circus. Ah, ow, that hurts. Ow, and I just had myself waxed. Much more than a lazy stroll through historical events, Dave drives through ancient Rome at a fast and furious pace with plenty of hilarious detours along the way. Drive through history, Rome if you want to, is a globe-trotting journey through the history of Western civilization that's relevant and totally entertaining at the same time. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. For more information about drive through history, Rome if you want to, the number is 1-800-A-FAMILY or the website is family.org. That's family.org. History, fast and fun. Learning comes standard. And now, the conclusion of our adventure in Odyssey. Oh, hi, Connie. You're back. Come on in. Hi, Wit. Uh, feeling any better? Yeah. Well, how was your Bible study? It was okay, I guess. Only okay? Yeah, it was... Well, now I'm confused. Hmm. What are you confused about? Everything. Mr. Grayson taught a lot of things I never heard before. But the way he taught them, they kind of made sense. What kind of things did Mr. Grayson teach? Well, the Bible is just a bunch of stories that weren't true, and, mm. and Jesus wasn't really God. He was just a good teacher. I wanted to argue with him, but he was so smart. He had an answer for everything I said. Now I don't know what I believe. Connie, if Mr. Grayson taught that the Bible's just a bunch of stories and that Jesus isn't God, then Mr. Grayson is wrong. Absolutely, without question or doubt, wrong. The Bible is the Word of God. Jesus is God, crucified for our sins and raised from the dead on the third day. Now, if that's not true, then our faith is in vain. That's what Mr. Grayson said. Our faith is in vain. That's why we have to keep an open mind. Oh, good grief. Keep an open mind? Open to what? Open to teachings that go against the Bible? Well, that's what I said, Wit. But he made me feel stupid. Oh. He said since I couldn't defend my beliefs, then my beliefs are wrong. Oh, Connie. How can you defend what you believe? You're a young Christian. You can't be expected to know all the arguments. You need time to grow in the Lord, mature in the Word. Then maybe you'll be ready to defend yourself against ridiculous ideas. I'd like to have a talk with this, Mr. Grayson. I feel like somebody squeezed my brain out like a sponge. Well, sit down. Come on. Relax for a minute. Have some chicken soup. Yeah, thanks. Connie, this is why I was so concerned about you going to that Bible study. You have to be careful about who's teaching you and what they're trying to teach. Yeah. I guess this means I shouldn't go back. Oh, naturally, that's up to you, but I'd strongly advise against it. Why hang around with people who don't believe in Jesus or the truth of the Bible? They won't teach you anything that'll help you. In fact, they'll make you even more confused. That's why the Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth to stay away from people who taught bad doctrine. He told them not to be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. 
In fact, he told the church in Galatia that anyone who taught anything other than the true gospel should be cursed. What'll I tell my friends? Well, I'm not sure you have to tell them anything. Unless, of course, you want to warn them that they're not learning the Bible. Then what? We wanted to have a Bible study for a bunch of us from school. Well, I suppose you could bring them to the shop. You teach us? I don't mind if you don't. Mind? Are you kidding? It'd be great. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome, Connie. We'll start first thing next week. If you're feeling better. <laughs> oh, uh, pass the chicken soup, please. <laughs> <laughs> showing you my purse until you show me a search warrant. You must have been freaked. What did you do? I took off. I wasn't going to hang around and let them play cops and robbers with me. It was just some lousy emails. Rachel? Donna! Hey, I'll see you guys later, okay? I figured I'd find you here. What happened to you? I told you to run. Why? I didn't do anything wrong. Uh-oh. You got that sound in your voice like my mom when she's about to lecture me. I'm not going to lecture you, but I just spent half an hour getting lectured by the mall detective. He's got a problem. All those mall security people do. They're guys who couldn't get on the real police force. Yeah, well, I came here to tell you that it was stupid to steal those earrings and run away like you did. Yeah, yeah. So what'd you do? Give him my name and address? Tell him I'd be here at the bowling alley? I should have, but he didn't ask. How could you do that? Why? For kicks. It was just some earrings. It's stealing. All right, all right. Save the sermon for Sunday. I promised the detective that if I couldn't get you to return the earrings, I'd pay for them myself. You're next. Well, I figured you'd do it because you're supposed to be my friend. I guess you bought yourself some earrings because I'm not going back. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that your mom was right. You shouldn't be friends with me anymore. Will you take the earrings back? No way. Then I'll... I'll see you around. Don't count on it, Donna. Hey, Richie! Judy! Wait up! Goodbye, Rachel. Donna? Yeah, Mom? Is everything all right? Yeah, it's okay. Why? You're watching Macho Headbanger Private Eye on TV. Oh, yeah. I am, aren't I? You hate Macho Headbanger Private Eye. Oh, yeah, I do. Do you mind? No. You sure something isn't bothering you? Mm, I guess I've been thinking about today. Like I told you before, I'm very proud of how you handled yourself with that detective. And with Rachel. I... I feel like... I don't know. It's hard to explain. I kind of feel sorry for Rachel. I don't know what happened to her. Or what happened to you. Huh? You're changing, Donna. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like Jesus is becoming more and more important to you. Because of that, it may get harder for you to stay close to some of your old friends. Friends who don't know Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, too. Because your relationship with Jesus is important, you have to be careful who you choose to hang around with who you spend your time with. As strong as we want to be as Christians, it's tough to do what's right when we spend a lot of time with people who insist on doing what's wrong. I kind of figured that out today. It's a hard way to learn a lesson, but I'm glad you learned it. 
I got the feeling that your father and I couldn't tell you about it. You tried. I didn't want to listen. I'm still proud of you, sweetheart. Here, read this and maybe you'll feel better. Which? Psalm 1, up to verse 4. Out loud? Go ahead. I'd like to hear it. Okay. Um. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow evil men's advice, who do not hang around with sinners making fun of the things of God. They delight in doing everything God wants them to. And day and night are always meditating on his laws and thinking about ways to follow him more closely. They are like trees along a riverbank bearing delicious fruit each season without fail. Their leaves shall never wither and all they do shall prosper. You know, those verses from the first psalm are only one place where the Bible talks about the importance of people we make our friends. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul wrote that... We have the answer! We do? Yes! You mean the computer has actually come up with a perfect friend for me? It did indeed. Let me see. According to this, you should be best friends with Bruno Chainbreaker. Bruno Chainbreaker? Eh, But he's the leader of the notorious Slimeheads gang. Yes! He was here earlier this morning. Real nice guy. Strong teeth, lots of hair. Oh, no, 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 no. This must be a mistake. Of all the names you have in your computer, it matched me up with Bruno Chainbreaker. All what names? Yours and Bruno's are the only two I have. Business hasn't been too good lately. Oh, well, that certainly explains it. I mean, Bruno and I have nothing in common. In common? Who said anything about that? Haven't you heard of the old saying, opposites attract? That may be true sometimes, Doctor, but the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning in verse 14, Don't be teamed with those who do not love the Lord, for what do the people of God have in common with the people of sin? That's why we have to be very careful who we choose to be our friends, like Donna Barkley learned on today's adventure. Or like Connie, we have to be smart about who we let teach us. We could be led into bad situations that will confuse us or get us into trouble. See, God makes it very clear throughout the Bible to be wise about our friendships. Huh. That makes a lot of sense, Chris. Yep, sure does. And that's it for today's adventure. If you ever want to write to us, all you have to do is address your letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. Hey, I know a computer in Canada. Great. Hmm. Maybe you could match it up with the one you have here. Oh, and while you're at it, don't forget to ask how you can receive a copy of today's adventure. It's called Bad Company. But before you write, make sure to check with your parents first, okay? Oh, that would make my mother very, very happy. And for you, Chris, I will contact Bruno Chainbreaker and set up a date, huh? Huh? (laughs) He happens to be waiting in the other room over here. Hold on. Wait. No problem, really. No problem. Oh, thanks, Doctor. I thought you would take me in the end. Oh, maybe I can finish this before they come back. Uh, Adventures in Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer is Bob Luttrell, and our executive producer is Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, inviting you to come along next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> Hi, this is Chris. Here's another fun fact from the Odyssey Scrapbook. Who can remember a time when Wits End didn't have Connie Kendall working there? Wanted. High school student with pleasant personality to help run busy soda fountain. 
You're offering me a job? Do you think you could start right away? Initially, Connie brought some very strong and often wrong ideas about life to the conversation around the shop. But she encountered people and situations that made her think twice. Look, I'm not really into God, so it doesn't make much difference to me what he wants. I mean, after all, everybody's basically good down deep inside. And if all of us good people could just get together and talk, we'd see how much we have in common. And we wouldn't want to fight all the time, right? Connie, that was a noble and wonderful speech. Unfortunately, it was also one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. You know, I don't understand how a girl as alive as Karen is could get cancer. It doesn't seem right. Well, I don't understand it either, Connie. You don't? No. Some things are beyond understanding. All I can do is hang on to my faith that God is in control. He knows what he's doing. Then the day came when Connie encountered the source of Wit's faith. I've been doing a lot of thinking, Wit. You have? Yeah. I want to... I want to pray with you. Oh, Connie. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure of all the right words, you know. I want to ask Jesus Christ to come live in my heart. Oh, Connie. Now Connie's having different kinds of adventures as a Christian. And you can hear them in any Adventures in Odyssey cassette album. For more information, simply write to us at Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to P.O. Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B, 4G3.